When wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy. The judges are drunk. The verdicts are random. So random. This is True Crimes Against Wine. But we are the best podcast on the planet. We are, so suck it, Joe Rogan. Oh yeah, suck it, Joe Rogan. Hi. Hello. Welcome to True Crimes. Against Wine. I'm Topher. I'm Rachel. Rachel today is going to be our flight attendant. uh, Yes, I am. Guiding us through the skies of celebrity gossip. And Topher is our pilot taking us on a journey of drinks. (laughs) Flights. So buckle up, y'all, because we are doing another liquor episode, which means... We're getting super drunk. It's just going to get real. So can we talk about what we're having? I'm yes, excited. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, go into it. Okay. So we are having gin, which isn't, again, my favorite thing, but I am very excited for mm-hmm. the options that you've prepared for us. We are also doing what's known as an American dry gin. Oh. And that style of gin is known for being much less juniper forward. Okay. And more herbaceous and spice okay. driven. And that's this type of style that you tend to actually like. Yeah. I mean, so. as much as I love the smell of juniper, the taste of it's not my deal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I get that. So today yes. we're doing aviation gin. Yes. Which comes out of Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. It's a relatively newer company. I think it was started in like 2006 or something. Yeah. It's pretty new. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's an American dry gin. Mm-hmm. I think it touts itself as having an adventurous blend of spices from around the world, though. Well, Um, it is a globetrotter. Yeah. It's also been touted by its owner Mm -hmm. and spokesperson Mm -hmm. as the best gin on the globe. Is that right? Best gin on the planet? Yeah, best gin on the planet. Not universe. No. It's only second place. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, have you had that Martian gin? It's to die for. Out of this world, (laughs) out of this solar system. No, that's wrong. It's in our solar system. Oh. He doesn't know astronomy. I'm sorry, guys. We're going to have to cut right now and start over. (laughs) And scene. All right. So who is the owner slash spokesperson that we're talking about? So our celebrity today that we are putting on trial. Blake Lively. No, close. Ryan Reynolds. And Blake Lively. Sure. Just for you, Topher. Yay. So let's let's get started with our first little step. Yeah, let's go ahead and pop it open and okay. try it. So we're, so we're going to do like we normally do and have just a little taste with a couple of rocks to open it up. Sure. I'm going to remind you before you inhale okay. to not sniff with your nose. Breathe in through your mouth with your mouth open. Otherwise, okay. you will burn your nose hairs off like you have done the past three times. It's cheaper than waxing. <laughs> I stand by my terrible decisions. Fair enough. Okay. So Fact Checker is preparing our lovely tastes over here. Thank you, Fact Checker. Oh, thank you. Right. Cheers. Right. Let's Cheers. do a little smell. Okay. Remember what I said? Uh, very subtle. Yeah. Right away, it's kind of clean mm-hmm. and has almost peppery, like a peppercorn sort of thing yeah, going on with it. Yeah, there's a little spiciness to yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe cardamom-y. I can see that. Can we sip it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's, it's very clean. It is, but it's got mm. sweetness to it. And mm-hmm. I can't put my finger on, oh, it ends very spicy, very like black pepper. I like that, yeah. yeah. But that front end of sweetness, I can't put my finger on what it exactly 
is. Yeah, I'm not the person to ask. It's even in the texture. It's got a little hmm. bit of like a. Right, let me try the texture again. Like a creaminess to it. It kind of rolls over your palate. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that spice got me that time. Mm. I like it. I like it too. I think this is yeah. going to be really good for some of the cocktails that we have later on. Yeah, I will say this kind of reminds me a little bit of vodka. Yeah. Honestly. And so, that's not a super strong flavor profile, mm-hmm. but there is definitely like a distinct taste. So one it. thing you have to realize about gin, though, is mm-hmm. that gin is basically vodka that <gasps> has been infused. It's tricked me. So they're both neutral spirits and yeah. they're both usually going to be made from similar ingredients, mm-hmm. but you're infusing with an herbaceousness and using spices mm-hmm. and things like that. That's what makes it a gin. Oh, I really did not know that. So, yeah. Okay, cool. I learned something already. So, yeah, I can totally see this because it's not – for the gins that you're more familiar yeah. with, it's not like punching you in the face with all of these flavors. It's yeah. much more subtle. It actually kind of reminds me style-wise, not flavor-wise, mm-hmm. but style-wise it reminds me a little bit of the high clear gin that we did in a previous episode. With the texture, the creaminess mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Very different flavor profile. Very different, yeah. But it's still hitting those herbaceous but mm-hmm. different herbs than – we got in the right. high clear, different spices. Right. But yeah, okay. it's, it's got that subtleness. Now, you said this was from Portland. So are yes. they gathering ingredients grown in the Pacific Northwest or no? Not necessarily. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I know that what they're getting to make the actual neutral spirit is coming okay. from America and probably okay. from West Coast. Okay. I'm not sure exactly what the specific okay. geographical region is. But then, as they say on the bottle, the... Things that they're infusing it with, they're getting from okay. all around the world. So it's not necessarily like a regional gin in terms of the flavor profile. It might be, but I can't speak to that. Okay. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you should have researched it. It just they didn't really say there wasn't a okay, whole lot of information. That's fair. <laughs> fair enough. I will say though, so far I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it would necessarily be my first choice because you know I'm a, a rock drinker. You like. A certain kind of gin flavor. When I'm I'm just drinking it by itself. Yeah. However, I do think that this is a great choice, like I said, for the cocktails we're going to have later. I'm excited. And for like someone who's not a gin drinker, this Mm -hmm. is hitting the spot for me. That's great. I love to hear that. Yeah. So. You want to have a cocktail? Talk about Ryan Reynolds first. Um, Let's have a little sippy sip. Okay. While you kind of introduce us to Ryan Reynolds. Okay. So you know Ryan Reynolds. As the husband of Blake Lively. I I do. I do. That's his claim to fame. Yes. No, I obviously was aware of him before all of that. I'm not really sure at what point I became aware aware of him, but I know that he- You didn't write that in your diary? I did not. Okay. I do know that he had some romantic comedy hits in the early mid-aughts, you know? Like I remember Mm -hmm. there was one, was it Just Friends or something where he Mm -hmm. loses a bunch of weight? Like Yeah, that's the plot of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then honestly- I don't really know. He, okay. He, so, well, he started because he became an action star, but okay. that was in the last, I want to say, Do you like know 10 what movie? Years. I'm really curious. I mean, most recently, Deadpool. Okay, good for you. The Celine Dion Take a little movie. sip, yes, to celebrate. I do like Deadpool. Do you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, I will say, I'm not a, I'm not typically a Marvel superhero movie. F- it's like they're fine. It's right. just not your thing. It's just not my thing. Sure. I really like Deadpool, though, because I thought that it was very witty. Mm hmm. Yeah. So Okay. Well, I'm glad that you know more than just his marriage to Blake Lively. <laughs> and then most importantly, he's married to Blake Lively. Yes, and most so, importantly, yeah. 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 He's Mrs. Lively. He is. So he was born October 23rd, 1976 in Vancouver, Canada. Why do I think he – oh, because he is so much older than me. I almost said my real age. 
You're really just 22, right? I'm I'm 17. Nope. Um, can't do that. You're drinking. Can't get arrested. Know that. You're just pretending to drink. Mmm, gin. This it's whole so podcast good. is a lie. Mmm. Because that's what all teens go for when they start drinking is gin. Gin, yeah. <laughs> well, that's I think honestly that's why a lot of adults don't like gin is because they have those really strong gins that they stole from their parents' liquor cabinets as well, teenagers. Well, that's true. I think of a teen drink as being like cheap beer or some terrible like when, frat punch When mixture. they get to choose, yes. But if they just have friends over and they're sneaking you shit out of- You get what you get. what you get. And yeah. you get what can most easily at least look like it's been replaced, which clear liquors are water, the easiest. Yeah. 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 So he was born 76 mm-hmm. in Vancouver. He's what specifically Canadian. is his birthday? Um, October 23rd. Oh. Yeah. So he's a? He is a Libra. Nope. I think not. Scorpio? Fact checker will check. Fact checker's super into the zodiac signs. I don't know where it cuts off, but I know that my my sperm donor is a Libra, and he's October 14th. Okay, I think this is after it. Scorpio? Okay. Oh, well, I love my Scorpios. I know you you do. Yeah, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, right on the cusp. I'm also a cusp baby. You are, yeah. yeah right Between on the... Sagittarius and Capricorn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like right there, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the youngest of four sons. His dad was in the Royal Canadian Mounted Police for a while. He was a cop. <gasps> I forgot that he was Cop Canadian. on a horse. I love horse that. Cop. <laughs> horse cop. Horse cop. But then became a food wholesaler. Interesting transition. And his mom worked in retail sales. Food. Get your wholesale food. But was he still on the horse? Yes. Okay, he kept the horse yes, after he sure. retired. Yeah. Pulling a little wagon. Oh, that's adorable. So quaint. Going door to door, like a Girl Scout cookie person, except wholesale. And an adult man. And an adult man. Instead but still in his sexy Mounties. Okay. Uh, okay. Costume. Sometimes plaid pajama onesie kind of situation. Okay. I think that's just in your head, but okay. Well. Time will tell. It exists there, so. <laughs> Two of his brothers are also cops, and one is also in the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Oh, then the other one, the disappointment cop. one, he just he drives a car. Yeah. Or maybe or maybe rides a bike. Is oh, he a bike cop? He might be. I don't know. But I feel like for Vancouver, that would still be respectable. Because Vancouver is kind true. of hipstery. I've always wanted to go to progressive. Vancouver. Me Van- too. I'm saying these things as if I've been and I know. I don't know. <laughs> you know Vancouver. We all know Vancouver. Yeah. So he got his start in acting as a teenager okay. in a Canadian soap opera. For teens. No, it's called Hillside. Okay. It was shown in the U.S. on Nickelodeon, but it was called 15. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they renamed it. And that would have been before my time, obviously. From 91 to 93. Yeah. Yeah, you would have been a little too old for that. I would have been. (laughs) Such a bitch. I have to get it in somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, so he got his start really as like a teen actor. Okay. But he still finished out schooling in Canada, went to college, but then dropped out and decided he was going to go to LA to pursue acting. Okay. He originally was trying to get his start in stand-up, which I can see for I him. can actually see that. He's and I would love to see some of those feet. old sets that he did, yeah. like as an up-and-comer. That would be really funny. Yeah. But he really didn't do well in the US until the late 90s, early 2000s and a sitcom that was very short-lived. But I remember it. Called Two Guys, A Girl, and a Pizza Place. I've actually heard of that. Okay. It was like one of those things where it's like, wait, was that a real thing? Right. Like, did that happen or was that just a dream? I, I've never seen it, but I completely, I've heard of it and I completely forgot that that existed until you yeah. just said it. Right. And it was like, it it rang a strange bell somewhere in the back of my mind where I'm like, oh, that sounds correct. That sounds, yeah. 
Which, you know, I guess it went on for a couple of seasons. So I guess okay. it did okay enough yeah. to last. It wasn't one of those shows that was like only picked up for a couple episodes and right. canceled. So good for you, Ryan Reynolds. Huh. Yeah, a little sitcom time in. Mm-hmm. And then in the early 2000s, he started in a lot of movies, more kind of comedy, some romantic comedies. Like National Lampoon's Van Wilder. Oh, yeah. He was in the Van Wilder yes. films. Was he also in that movie about the wait staff? Yeah, called Waiting. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was kind of like the douchebag. He that, always right? plays the, like, the sassy. Like the fratty. But in a kind of a charming way. Yeah. Well, he's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I think he kind of tends to play himself in a yeah. lot of roles. He's kind like of different the, um, the, variations. the Diane Keaton of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of young, yeah. hot Canadian actors. Yeah. Oh, my God. Speaking of him being hot, have you seen the thing <laughs> going around where it's like, here's how you know a guy is straight. Oh, okay. Yes. Ask him if he thinks that Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds is, is hot. hot. Yeah. And he says, like, oh, my God, yeah, Ryan Reynolds is super hot for a dude. And then you ask a gay guy, do you think yeah. Ryan Reynolds is hot? And we're like, yeah, he's a good looking guy. So <laughs> do you think he's just a good looking guy? I think he's a really good looking guy. Like, would I sleep with him? Sure. Yeah, you would. Would I make Blake Lively watch? Yes. Yes. You would. I would. This would be a fun friend activity. So the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> However, but I'm also a slut. I would sleep with a, pretty much anybody just out of curiosity. <laughs> I do think that he's also, we'll talk about this, I'm sure, he's okay. aged very well. He looks okay. the same, just aging gracefully. So here's the thing. There have been a lot of like plastic surgery rumors. If, he, which... if that's happened, first of all, no shame. And second of sure, all, yeah. the fact that you even have to question it, like you're not really sure, means that they did a good job. So I'm not mad about it. I don't think that he has had plastic surgery. I think he just has a very youthful youthful face, but not in like a young way, because some people kind of have toddler faces. Yes. He does like adult bodies and like it doesn't match up, but he just has like young features. Yes. He has kind of a boyishness to him. Yes. That works really well. Yeah. And it's funny because now that he's got like the salt and pepper hair, obviously he becomes more attractive to me. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's for me, he's never been, oh your my crush. God. Yeah. He's never, like, he's not your celebrity crush. Like celebrity of the same sort of era of like the Van okay. Helsings and things like that. Van Helsings. Van Helsings. Oh my God. <laughs> Super into Anthony Hopkins. Yes. Okay. You know it. Give me some. Van Wilder. Yeah. Van okay. Wilder. So my celebrity crush Okay. That my loins were wet for okay. was Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Okay, I can yeah, see that. Yeah, I was like... Also very Oof. conventionally attractive. Oof. He had that photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Mm. You've seen him in the parody teen movie where he has the whipped cream mm-hmm. on himself? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was formative. <laughs> okay, so what do you look for in a celebrity's attractiveness, Topher? What mm. draws you to a celebrity? That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, our listeners want to know. I almost said our readers. Our readers. <laughs> We're still really not sure a year into we this. We don't what know the, what this is. Yeah. What's a podcast? I don't know. That's hard to say. I would say like during that period mm-hmm. of my life, I was freshman in college, mm-hmm. kind of, I was still kind of figuring out all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. He had the body that I really, I think wanted for myself at the time. Yeah. But also was just very attracted to where mm-hmm. it was like. He was muscly and ripped, but not like in an aggressive gross. way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was. It felt. It was obviously wasn't natural, but it felt that way. Right. He also had like that little bit of chest hair. Like yeah, for because he was older than me at that point. So for me, that's like. Daddy. But you've caught up to him now. You said he was older at that point. That's fair. <laughs> Why am I aging so rapidly? Oh no! Um, this is the Benjamin Button thing. 
sort of, yeah. Okay. I also like interesting facial features. Yeah, so I was going to say. interesting facial features to me. Okay. So Chris Evans. How Chris about now? Evans. Now? Who's your celebrity crush now? Well, you know Stanley Tucci. Oh, yeah. I think we all love Stanley Tucci. He's so great. I'm trying to think of who I'm super attracted to. And, of course, I'm drawing a blank right now because I'm being put on the spot. Yeah. I like the daddy types. Okay. All right. I don't, I'm not attracted to people younger than me. Okay. Well, that's healthy. Even, like, a year younger than me. Well, that's just because you want to be the youngest. It's very much that. <laughs> that's why you hate my boyfriend. Who is older than me. He is younger and you know he it. He is 31 years old. You just said I'm 22. <laughs> He's actually 32. He just turned 32. Oh, good. Yeah, good for him. Well, a, a good decade older than me then. There you go. All right. Anything you're getting out of this gin now that you hadn't been getting before? No. Okay, fair enough. All right, let's keep talking then. Okay. <laughs> uh, should we have Fact Checker make us a Yeah, let's transition a to a cocktail. Yeah. After he makes it, I'll tell you what it is. And we'll, we'll pause for cocktail sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rachel is going to regale us with the rap that she made up about Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is an actor. This is a really good rap. That's it. It's my whole rap. I'm so good at it. Wow. It was no rhyming, no rhythm. Nope. It's very free form. It is. It was it's... kind of like you you took all the cake batter mm -hmm. and you just And I just threw it. You just put it, yeah, it's there. And I was like, go forth. <laughs> just poured it straight into the oven. Mmm. That is how I like to make a cake, yes. Mm. Then I just like peel off the baked parts from the oven rack and put it on a plate and like happy birthday you don't even put over. it on a plate you just like sit there no, I, and I, eat I, it out I of the oven I tell you to like hold your hand out <laughs> we sit on the floor and we scrape the bits off the bottom of the oven while we it's cry it's bonding time yeah <laughs> and I wrap and some more for you yes, that's why I'm crying like this is cake it came loose out of my oven <laughs> loose cake loose cake is that your rapper name yes what, what, what? Loose cake in the house. Yeah, loose cake does not do very well. <laughs> she has zero listens on Spotify. No. Yeah. Sad. Not really. It's deserved. She's not good at rapping. Even your mother, Barbara Ann, she, she won't refused. even listen to she it. She doesn't know how to use Spotify. That's fair. Yeah. When she wants to listen to a podcast, she doesn't understand there are different episodes within the same podcast. Because we've been like on road trips and like listening to things. And she's like, oh, let's listen to another podcast. I'm like... Okay, like, what are you in the mood for? And she'll be like, no, the same thing. I'm like, so you want to continue listening? She's like, no, I want another podcast. <laughs> so she doesn't get like, that it's, another a, it's a series. Yeah, I've told him, like, it's like TV, mom. You know, and you it just have, does not sink like, in. one episode. No, it just doesn't. It just doesn't make sense for her. What kind of podcast does Barbara Ann like to listen to? Would you like our murder? Yeah. Our murder podcast. Okay. Yeah. Fair. She likes listening to us, which is also awkward. I'm sure. As you're, you know, driving and your mother's listening to you. Talk about your sex life? Yep. Yeah. 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 While your, your boyfriend is in the car. With your 32-year-old boy toy. Yeah. Who's in the backseat. 18 years younger than you. 18? You're 50, right? I'm 50. 50 years old. <laughs> also a very youthful face. Mm, thank you. From the side. I did see a really funny TikTok about a woman who was like, when people ask me, like... Like, oh, your skin looks so good. What's your skin routine? How old are you? She's like someone who's like late 20s or early 30s. She's like, oh, I just tell them I'm 50. Yep. And she's like, and I don't do anything to my skin. People are like, what? 
Yeah. Which I think is a hilarious response. I would come up, I would change my age and come up with like really random weird things. Like I rub coconut on my face, not coconut oil, just like a, coconut. a literal coconut. It exfoliates. No, I don't cut it open. It's I don't. The outside it's just the, the outside. It exfoliates mm-hmm. and it also expels oils that just really keep me looking bright. The beautiful. skin and the hair absorb the face oils. Mm-hmm. It's really good for you. Yeah. The face oils? Yes. Am I rubbing a face on me? No, you're rubbing a coconut, and the hairs on the coconut take in your face oils. Oh. It's like you've never done this before, Topher. Gotcha. Were you lying to me about rubbing a coconut on your face? (laughs) Definitely not. You should try it. Also, pineapple. The outside of a pineapple against your face. Oh, super exfoliation. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) Here, it's good for, like, your bikini line, too. Oh, 100%. You know, to prevent ingrown hairs. Yeah. (laughs) Ouch. Ooh, so these cocktails are looking fabelhof over yes. here. So what we're going to be drinking first is a... So I did I did classic early 1900s cocktails Love it. for both of these. Love it. Um, since we're doing an American gin, I thought yes. having kind of an American prohibition style cocktail Ooh, would be I really love nice. it. Love prohibition cocktails. So this one's called the Aviation. Okay. And it's actually little pre-prohibition, but it was created by a man named Hugo Enslin, Mm. and he was the head bartender at the Hotel Wallach in New York in the early 1900s. Okay. And he first published the recipe for this in his 1916 Recipes for Mixed Drinks. So this has a very long history. That would be a delightful book to get a hold of. Oh, don't you think? Yeah. It'd be great. People were being really creative back then. So just to give you like a little bit of a rundown. Mm Mm-hmm. As I very delicately take this cocktail here. Oh, it's so pretty. Thank you, fact checker. So cocktails are actually not nearly as old as you might think. Okay. They really came about during the 1800s. There are some references to cocktails in the early 1800s, but they're not cocktails like we would think of cocktails now. It was basically mixing water or a liquor with bitters and a squeeze of lemon or something Mm -hmm. and that was it Mm -hmm. and then it was kind of in the late 1800s and early 1900s that the cocktail scene sort of exploded and people really started experimenting with things and it Mm -hmm. started in america okay but then was very quickly brought over to england because of the amount of wealthy expats and travelers and people. So it's kind of like a golden age kind of thing. Interesting. And so, you know, they used to, in England, have their cocktail hours before dinner. I love that. And that was the way that basically the wealthy elite were showing off to their friends how hip and with the times they were. That like, oh, look at us jumping on board with this American cocktail scene and things like that. (laughs) It's the latest trend from across the Atlantic. And then in, during the Prohibition, mm-hmm. when, you know, you couldn't get beer or wine, it right. was a lot easier to make liquor. illegal white liquors. Yeah, like bath gins gin. and vodkas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they did not taste great. Mm-hmm. So cocktails had another resurgence during that time because you were using mixers to kind of mask the Hide taste the bad of, taste yeah, of yeah, exactly. liquor. Interesting. Um, okay. So this is Mr. Insulin's aviation. Why is it called an aviation? He doesn't actually say. I don't really know. Is it just because like planes were new and kind of trendy? Maybe, yeah. Okay. It was kind of a fun, fun way to All look right. at things. But since we're using aviation gin, Perfect. I thought this would be really great. Yeah. So it's gin. Then we're mm-hmm. also putting in lemon mm-hmm. and a little maraschino liqueur. Mm-hmm. And fact checker, did we end up with cremevet or okay? Cremevet, which is a violet liqueur, so it's gonna have some nice floral notes Ooh, to it. Cheers. 
Oh, this is mm. delightful. It's got such a nice tartness to it. It does. I love a good tart citrusy Me cocktail. Me too. So this is a member of a cocktail family called Aww. the Sours. So you, I'm sure you've heard of like whiskey sours and things like okay, that. Okay, can we make like a little family tree illustration? Oh, that'd be so cute. Can it be like drag families though? Sure. Somebody out there who's very artistic, please make that for us. That'd be so cute. We could have like a little tapestry to hang up on our wall. Yes. Oh yeah, you have to make it a tapestry by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's got such a lovely mm. delicate floral note to it, but yeah. also that tartness of the lemon really yeah, comes through. Yeah, it's nicely balanced. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is a gin that's great for this kind of cocktail because mm. it is it has that subtlety that you were talking about, yeah. but a little bit of spice to it. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to overpower. It blends really well with yeah, the flavor Yeah, it plays profile. nicely. Mm-hmm. It's a good addition to the family. Mm-hmm. So is like this gin, like the new boyfriend coming in? Oh, yeah, maybe so. It's trying to impress the parents. Yeah, yeah. and you're like, all right, you're in now. I think it's done a very good job of impressing us, for sure. It has. Okay. okay. Well good done job. so far, Ryan. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's uh, let's talk about him some more. Okay, yeah. So Ryan Reynolds, his early 2000s career really started going. He was in Van Wilder, mm-hmm. Blade. He's in one of the Blade movies. Really? Yeah, not, I think the third one. Yeah, Fact Checkers. Third one, okay. One, yeah. I've only ever seen the first one. They're okay. Any movie that opens up with the sprinklers turning on inside of a club and it's all blood, I'm like, yes, I'm here for this. <laughs> Classic movie trope. Classic movie trope. <laughs> he was in the remake of Amityville Horror. Yes. Yeah. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And that was strange to me because up at that up until that point, he'd kind of been playing these, that like you said. That was kind of out of character for his role. It wasn't him playing himself right. in like a funny way. Right. Yeah. I liked in, that movie though. Yeah, it was pretty good. He was in Waiting, which you mentioned. Right. Just Friends, which you mentioned. Mm-hmm. The Proposal. Oh. With Betty White. With Betty White. That was actually a great cast all around. It was really well done. It's a really just like cheesy movie. But it's, but it's fun. fun. It's an it's early comforting. 2000s rom-com, which yeah. it does have that comforting feeling to it. Sandra Bullock, Ryan Reynolds, Betty White, like very- Who plays the mom? She's somebody too. Person. Christine Baranski. Nope. Oh, I wish. Nope. Who is it? Oh, yes. Mary Steenburgen. Oh, who I love Mary I love her. Yeah, she's, she's a national she's treasure. Yeah. Wonderful. But this, I was kind of like kind of getting his star on the rise. Mm-hmm. But it was really Deadpool in 2016 that launched him. Really? Yeah, it really was. Like on, on a huge scale. Like obviously I mean, those, that was a huge movie. It's so funny because I really just, I guess, I, I was maybe part of the target demographic for some of the movies that he made before that. Right. So to me, he was already a big star. I didn't well, think of it Well, you know, as with, like, with Blade, like he had jumped into like the action movie scene and he did do a serious movie called buried which was actually a spanish film where he was like buried in a coffin um i i'm aware of that movie and i've seen i know what the movie poster looks like but i don't watch movies like that i love scary movies too intense yes i can't it stresses me out yeah Yeah, i hear you so deadpool was like really something that he had been trying for a long time to get on really yes Good for so, him. He had been in one of the X-Men films where he played a different version of Deadpool. Really okay. not like the comic. One of the book more recent version. ones. Well, it was before his Deadpool movie. Yeah. Where he's kind of like a like the bad guy for a little bit in that film. Okay. So still playing like the smart ass kind of character. He gets transformed into a mutant. But that version of Deadpool is not like the sassy, funny version that like we know okay. from 
the Deadpool Interesting films. that he played two versions of the same character. Well, oh, he, he was also in Green Lantern. Yeah, he was in Green Lantern as well. We'll talk Which about is, that in a sec, too. DC, though, not Marvel. It didn't do well. Green Lantern didn't do well. I've heard that it didn't do great. Yeah. Who was the female lead in that? You know who it was. Was it Blake Lively? Yes, it was. Is that how they met? Yes, it <gasps> is. Yes. Oh, see, I haven't seen that movie. You don't need to. I, that's fine. what I, That's what I've heard. Yeah. And even Ryan Reynolds is like, yeah, it's not a great movie. But Deadpool, he had been like really lobbying for a long time to have a Deadpool movie where he played Deadpool. And that was just so successful. It was one of like the first R-rated super movie, Mm -hmm. superhero movie. Yeah. Well, I mean. Oh, that gin is Super movie. Super movie. I mean, it's got very gratuitous graphic violence. And sex. And sex. Oh. But it's God. so funny. Was his audition for that, was the final, like, clincher there just him walking in in the costume and being like, look at my ass? Probably. Because honestly, honestly, honestly. I'm not really even sure what the movie's about. <laughs> Except for his butt. But Ryan Reynolds' ass acted its butt off yes. <laughs> during that movie. Well, yeah. So that did so well because people liked the humor, liked the action. The they soundtrack. Liked- Soundtrack was great. And they liked all the, like the fourth wall breaking of it. Yes. It was, I told you, I'm not even a superhero movie person. And but all the little I in loved jokes it. were great. It was, mm-hmm. it was a very clever movie mm-hmm. from start to finish. Like I said, the, the soundtrack was yes. hilarious, Incredible. but also yeah. really good. Yeah. Just, yeah. Well, I mean, like you have like Careless Whispers, like one of the yes. most important songs in that film, which yes. is great. And then the second one, of course, you know, my girl, Celine. Celine. Yes. I know. I was curious today if you had seen oh, the second Deadpool. Fuck yeah. Just because of Celine Dion. Yes. <laughs> is I that watched, why you Yes, watched I watched it? Celine Dion's movie. Yes, I did. <laughs> have you oh, I'm sure of you have. Of course I've seen video. the music video where he's ballet dancing yes. up on the stage. In heels. In heels. I'm yeah. sure it's not actually right No, now. but still- Whoever that dancer is, is impressive to yes. do that in heels. I can barely walk two feet in heels, which is why I don't wear them. I, I've i only worn heels a couple of times in my life. And granted, they were not the right size for me because it's very difficult. Sure. I did not do well. It's hard to balance. It is. It's hard to balance. Is there anything um, more important happening on your watch than is happening um, here maybe. right now? Do you Am mind I if I take this you? call? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's a Is, scam, it, is a it Ryan Reynolds? <gasps> Ryan, what's up? Oh, what? You said Blake is better than Topher? Okay. I mean... He said it. I'm Blake sorry. Blake Lively is... Okay, so okay. can we take a brief sit? Yes. Are you? Are we talking about Blake later? Did we can you... talk about... Let's talk about Blake and then we'll do a cross-examination. How about that? Ooh, wow. So get your fun in now. You don't want me to be a little bit drunker before we do cross-examination? Well, you can keep drinking up. Okay. You're a little behind. So... Honestly. How do we want to? How do we want to talk about Blake? All right, you start off. You want to talk about Blake, so you okay. start off the conversation. First of all, Blake Lively is the most beautiful, ethereal creature I think I've ever seen in my life. Okay. I'm curious to hear your answer to this question because I've been asked before, okay. if you were Blake Lively. a woman, <laughs> what would you look like? I am a woman, Topher. No, this is the question for me. <laughs> okay. Also, I have no proof of that. Just because I won't take you to the gynecologist with me. I want a field trip. <laughs> I want okay, to go for your yearly mammogram. As long as you give me cocktails, honestly. Do they not be... serve cocktails at the gynecologist? No, it's so I've rude. heard about the horrible things that happen there. Upcharge. They should be, well, worth it though, right? Not with insurance prices. That's true. Yeah. It's like a $1,000 cocktail. I know. Like, and God you still didn't it. meet your deductible. God damn it. <laughs> and it wasn't even a real cocktail. It was just like. Just like rubbing alcohol <laughs> and then like a cotton ball that they threw in right. there. With a little bit of apple juice and an animal cracker to stir it. Not great. Not no. good. 
yeah, your Yelp reviews about their cocktail program. <laughs> Scathing. Anyway, I've been asked before, Topher. Okay. If you were a woman. By your fans? Yes. Okay. If you were a woman, mm -hmm. what would you look like? Blake Lively. And this isn't like what you would want to look like. What would you look like? I like, can see that. Factually, scientifically, genetically, <laughs> I would look just like Blake Lively. Okay. I can see you and Blake being related. We, oh my God, thank you, right? Like twins. Twins. I mean, you both have like the oval faces. Flawless, Life, like cheekbones, long bodies, long, bodies, long torsos, yeah. long legs for days. Mm -hmm. We can both get away with wearing the blazer with no shirt underneath, as mm -hmm. I'm doing right now, channeling Blake. my inner simple favor. Mm -hmm. Yes. She was amazing in Gossip Girl as Serena Vanderwoodson. Yes. Like, I wanted to be her. I wanted to sleep with her. I wanted, wanted to be her best her friend. Mm -hmm. I wanted her wardrobe. Yep. Yeah. I was definitely the Serena Vanderwoodson character you know when you talk to your friends and be like who's who who are you yeah i was totally serena okay but sisterhood of the traveling pants were you also blake lively yes i'm all? always blake lively but she was the soccer player athletic one well, so but i would have been like retired soccer player <laughs> i'm a retired teen soccer player yes <laughs> drink yes. a drink i already Topher. had my kicks so okay <laughs> hey, drink it up but I'm not chugging this cocktail. I'm not telling you to chug. I'm telling you to drink it. So in your mind, when soccer players retire, they have to say, I've already had my kicks. Yep. Okay. What about for other sports? For baseball? For baseball? I've already had my... I've already point. covered all my bases. Okay. Let's do a cross-examination. No, not yet. Topher. Who would you be if you were a man? I thought you were going to say if I were a woman. If I were a man... I don't know. What actor do I look like? It doesn't have to be an actor. What famous person do I look like? Mm. Mm. Gary Oldman, but from Dracula. Oh, you know what? I'll take it. Because he gets hotter as the film goes on. It is true. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a little crush on Gary Oldman? In certain I can, roles. I can see that. Roles. I can see that. And also in like real, real life. life. Yeah. yeah. He's got like a hot professor thing going on yeah. with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so in all seriousness, okay. who do you look like? Hmm, fact checker, you can weigh in. You can Google a picture for Topher because he does not know celebrities. <laughs> it's very hard for me. Um, if I had to be a male celebrity. Because I'm also trying to think of redheads and stuff, but there's not really, they're underrepresented. Matt Damon, Jesse Plemons. I could see Matt Damon maybe, but not now Matt Damon. Ed Sheeran. No, I thought checker. I thought about Ed Sheeran, but I didn't say it. You're over there giggling away. Giggle it up. I'm docking your pay again this week. Right? Now um, he owes us money. Oh, he's owed us money for a long time. Honestly. He did technically get all of the liquor and ingredients for these cocktails But he today. still owes us money. Yes, for sure. <laughs> I don't know if I had to be an actor. I really don't know. Not an actor, a man. A celebrity man. It doesn't have to be a celebrity even. It could be Steve down the street. Am I just your street. neighbor? I don't know him. I can't help it that if I were a woman, I would end up being Blake Lively. <laughs> this seems That's rigged. not, this, it's God's plan for me, Rachel. Alternative universe. <laughs> You're Blake Lively. I am Blake Lively. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. And Blake Lively is me. Oh, <gasps> poor Blake Lively. <laughs> poor Blake Lively. She has a hit podcast. That's With true. With your good friend. That's true. Who's not Ed Sheeran. And you still get to dress really, really well. That's true. You do dress up every day for a podcast. Mm -hmm. I, too, put on clothes. Which will be featured in our new TikTok videos, <gasps> yeah, by the way. Yeah, we're on we're TikTok start now. showing, because we always forget this is not a visual medium. You know what? My excuse for all of the mistakes we make is that we are drinking. But the thing is, we're sober when we start. Mm, 
You think that we would plan? (laughs) Okay. Our other mistake is that we're also procrastinators. That's not my fault. That's the ADHD. Let's see. There you go. Yeah. It's God's plan. It's God's plan for me. Oh, no. (laughs) All right. All right. Are we talking more about Blake? What's happening here? What do you want to know about Blake? I want to know everything about Blake. I mean, she's an actress. (laughs) I am so offended right now. (laughs) I knew I had to be, Blake, I don't know you, but just to irritate Topher, I just have to. Downplay your achievements. I think that you have to now admit that she's the most beautiful woman on the planet. She's very attractive. Now, she has had plastic surgery rumors about her. I don't give a shit. She looks amazing. Which, like, she looks great. Like, if you do plastic surgery, go for it. Also, how many kids does she have now at this point? Is it two? Nope. Three? Yep. Three kids? Do you know their names? Quick. They're all girls. Oh, Aviation, Demon, and Curtain. Close. James, Inez, and Betty. James, I forgot James. James I love James name. as a girl's I name. I think that's adorable. Yeah, I think it's really cute. James Inez mm-hmm. and Betty. Betty. Mm-hmm. Those are all very different from each other. They are. So you know Taylor Swift, right? Is it just Betty? Uh-huh. Okay, I will say I don't like nicknames as names. <gasps> I prefer for you to be able I'm to sorry. choose. I'm sorry. Topher? That's not my actual like that wasn't god's plan for your name no i chose that path yeah no i don't like it when parents choose this is on your birth certificate as your name but it's just a nickname on your birth on your birth certificate like betty is a great nickname short for elizabeth because then you could be if you decide that you've outgrown betty you could be liz betsy okay counterpoint betty white was her legit name it's true yeah but that doesn't don't you look like a fool now not Actually, no. I look mm. amazing. <laughs> you do look really cute. Thank you so much. This is a good color in you. Thank you. I think so, too. I yeah. really appreciate you trying. I wore the same sweater that I wore yesterday. I almost called you out on that when I came in. <laughs> like, oh, look who's our outfit repeater. It was still good. <laughs> it hadn't soured yet. I can <laughs> still wear it. It is a very beautiful color on you. It's a Thank lovely you. Like, emerald green. Thanks. I think it really goes with my eyes. Yeah. And the bags. Thank you. I do put green bags bags. in the fun. (laughs) Why are your boobs green? Too much jello powder. What's beeping? Oh, is it time? It is time. All right, so let's pause for a sec. Yeah. Well, we don't have to pause. Do we not? No, we don't. Okay. What else are you going to tell me about Ryan? Well, I wanted to quiz you, but I'll wait. All right, so tell me more about this cocktail while we wait. Mm. So are you aware of what maraschino cherry liqueur is? From the cherries themselves? Of the maraschinos. From the maraschino family? Yes. What ma- Okay, what makes a maraschino cherry maraschino cherry? That's actually a really good idea. Okay, we'll say the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I am drunk enough for... <laughs> See? <laughs> How is this happening so quickly? Okay, we'll do Let a sidebar on first that. cocktail. Yeah, that is a complicated question. Okay. I do like maraschino cherries. I know that they're like that bright, sticky, gross red, but I do kind of like that. I like gross candy. So it makes sense that I like maraschino I, cherries. I actually prefer brandied cherries. They're oh, the darker ones, but they're still one. candy. Like yes, you have. Okay, have you fed them to me in my sleep? I, not in your sleep, but you've definitely been awake, and I fed you them before. And I've forgotten. Yep, you okay. were very drunk at the time. Okay, that, that tracks. <laughs> and I told you at the time too, as we were playing a game at like two o'clock in the morning. Was I also surprised that I liked them? No. Okay. I was like, you realize that these are actually soaked in brandy and you're already very drunk. And you were like, yep. (laughs) Rachel rules. 
That sounds about, that tracks yep. for me. And I think then at some point you told Fact Checker that he was cheating at whatever game we were playing. He probably was. He was not. You were cheating. <laughs> Overtly called, and without called, any apologies. That's called deflection. <laughs> okay, just on a total random side note, when my brother was a little kid, mm -hmm. And we would play card games like Goldfish. Nope. Go Fish? Go Fish. <laughs> Goldfish are the crackers for children. They sure or are. terrible pets that die very soon because you don't know how to take care of them. We would play like Go Fish or like Old Maid with my grandma. Mm -hmm. Or like my grandma's siblings and my brother. He would deal the cards face up and keep the ones he wanted for himself and just be super overt about it. I mean, honestly, that's just a smart plan. Like, <laughs> just flip over the deck and be like, all right, you get that one. Ooh, good one for me. Good yep. one for me. You get that one. You get that one. And did he usually win? Yes. And he would get very upset if he did not win. Well, honestly. Like, you can't openly cheat. If you openly cheat and then you also don't win, it kind of does say that you're incompetent. Yeah. So my point is, I think there's a little bit of a competitive streak in my family. Also a tendency to deny cheating. When we were playing games. That's so crazy that you say that because honestly, at one point I thought maybe, but then I was like, no, it's very subtle. Yeah. It's very subtle. Yeah. So let's uh, get into those racial rules. All right. All right, drink up. Take a little drink to think about your decisions. Should we go ahead? Well, no, we'll wait. We'll wait, we'll wait. until after. Yeah. It will either be a celebration, second cocktail, or a sadness. Or just sadness. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So today's cross-examination will be true-false. Oh, God damn it. Mm-hmm. You chose and, that specifically because that's the one where you always get me. Uh-huh. I sure did. Yeah. Yep. I thought about that. Yeah. I was like, hmm, what kind of question I make for Tim? I feel like this is payback for something that I did yesterday, but I don't remember what. Not feeding me cherries, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I will let you choose. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven options. Okay. I mean, does it matter the order? Actually, only six because we already talked about one. So six options. Did I get really smart and say the answer? It was the Celine Dion Ashley. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. How did you really think that I wasn't? It was a give me gonna... question, but you already talked about it, so okay. that's off the table. Celebratory step. Okay, celebratory step. So what number do you want to start with? Um, I want to go with six. Okay. So the devil's number. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I'm glad it's about him. Yeah. Okay. Has been with people before he got married to Blake Lively. No, so he was sorry. a virgin. Mm -mm. He was married to Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, I remember you, you that. You know that? Okay. So after his breakup with Scarlett. Mm -hmm. But they didn't consummate it. No. That's why they were able to get a divorce. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He did grow up Catholic, by the way. It's it's 1500s yeah. England rules. Mm -hmm. So after he broke up with Scarlett, there were rumors that he was seeing Julia Roberts, but neither of them confirmed it. True or false? Mm -hmm. Honestly, I can see the rumors being true. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say true. Okay, you're wrong. Take a drink. Uh, no, because I just said. Well, and I, I said you're wrong. My, you actually, technically, I got that right because you just started a rumor. You know what? God damn it. Rachel rolls to everyone. We'll both take a drink because <laughs> we're wrong. Mm. Do you know who he was rumored to have been dating? Um, and this was never confirmed. Two yeah. other famous people. Yeah, Rumor Willis and. No. Uh, how do you know Rumor? Good for you for knowing Rumor Willis. She was on The Masked Singer. Okay, that's how you know. Okay, that tracks. And Demi Moore. And it was at the same time. Oh, that's awkward. No. Sandra Bullock. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. No, they, they actually were dating, weren't they? Well, it was never like super... Con there were pictures were of them... Well, no. There were pictures of them out together. And they were in the movie. 
They were in the proposal together. So there's that. But also Charlize Theron. That's hot. But supposedly the rumor goes, and again, who knows if this is true, that they didn't last because Charlize was like ready to settle down and start a family and Ryan wasn't ready at that moment. Hmm. Well, I think that it's really important that mm-hmm. you not get married when you have different they paths that married, you're going have on. They must be married have a kid. do you know how babies are made? Yes, you get married. Mm-hmm. And then you have your stork, wedding kiss. Stork comes. Mm-hmm. 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 And then on your honeymoon, you look at the sunset together. Mm-hmm. And you have a very special hug because you're excited about the sunset. Yeah. And then nine months later, stork, a baby mm-hmm. shows up in the bathtub and there's lots of blood. A bathtub? Whoa, this got weird. There's lots of blood and the wife is laying there bleeding out. Okay, this got graphic. And that's the miracle of and life, that's everybody. The miracle of childbirth. Okay. Honestly, childbirth is so terrifying. Can I just? Yeah, we've discussed. Okay, this. we've discussed this. Yeah. So we've discussed before the fingernails situation. That oh, that babies have fingernails. Have, like in the womb. Oh they yeah, develop they do. Yeah. Also, but you have the amniotic sac that they're in. My cousin, mm-hmm. who has way too many children, um, <laughs> I was gonna say fingernails. <laughs> and, way too and many just fingernails, fingernails on fingernails. <laughs> Two of their babies were born mm-hmm. with one or more teeth. teeth? Yeah. That then come out and then the baby teeth come in. They just have a little third tooth. Mm-hmm. It's so bizarre Creepy. to me. Yeah. But I just found out mm-hmm. and I'm I'm not going to say any names because I don't want to like. Okay. But I just found out that if your baby mm-hmm. that you're pregnant with is a prolific kicker, they can actually kick apart your abdominal muscles yeah. so that they have to be sewn back together. Yeah. Yeah, that can happen. Why are we not just... Growing babies. babies in well, if you have to have a baby, if you absolutely have to have a baby, grow it in a lab. A lab-grown baby. Yes, like lab-grown diamonds. Yes, we should stop mining for babies. It's unethical. It's well, yeah, we don't want blood babies. No, we don't. I'm just saying, sustainably harvested babies is the way to go. <laughs> you don't okay. Don't use the word harvest. That's not going in the right direction. If it's in a little tube. They just keep growing in the tube? Yeah, with like little hydroponic lights over it. Oh, so you're advocating for hydroponic babies. Yes. Okay. All right, next number. That was six. You've got five more options. Five. Okay. So have you heard about his kind of ongoing feud with Hugh Jackman? No. Okay. So he and Hugh Jackman have had like this playful feud going back and I was going to say, I would hope that it would be playful. However. Uh-oh. One of them took it too far. He actually admitted in a GQ interview in 2018 that he really doesn't care for Hugh Jackman and that all the fun teasing is just a lie just to really kind of promote their films. True or false? Mm, This is really hard. I do believe, because just knowing what I know about both of those actors and their personalities, Mm -hmm. I do believe that it would be... You're saying that Ryan admitted that this is okay. I do believe that it would... That it is actually playful, but I can see him saying that in okay. an interview just to, you know, mm-hmm. be a funny dick about it, you know? Okay. So I'm going to say true, but it is playful. Nope. I made it all up. That's oh totally my God. Wrong. Take a drink. Is there not even a feud? No, there is like a fun little silly feud that they have going on back That's and forth. That's cute. Yeah. I can see them having like a little playful romance. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. Well, because in the Deadpool films, like he teased, because it's part of the X-Men universe. Like he teased oh, about like Wolverine true. and Hugh Jackman. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's just like a whole fun little silly few that they have going on. That was very well crafted on your part. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you did a good job with that. I'm 
You had me believing it. Tricky, tricky. All right, so we did five and six. What number next? Four. Okay. We're just going down the line. I'm going to count down. Okay. I might surprise you. We'll see. Okay. So before his two marriages, mm. he was, oops, mm-hmm. he was involved <laughs> with the singer Alanis Morissette. They were together for a few years. They were even engaged, but they broke up before they got married. And she wrote a song called Torch about their breakup. Oh, no. I have no idea. I know. You have no idea. I keep fact looking checker at fact knows. checker. He's not giving me any no. fact checker. Check that fact. <laughs> he fact is just... checker. Check that fact. Woo. <laughs> oh, that was great. Thanks. Can we make Our that, a, theme can song, we make yes. that a noise? Is that what a ringtone? What is, can we okay. make that a noise? <laughs> what does that mean? We're on, so cool on social media, guys. What does it mean on the tickety talks when they say make that a noise or make that a sound? So somebody using that sound with other TikToks that people film. But it's just whenever they say that, can you make that a sound? Because they're trying to make it go viral. But it's just people okay, saying a regular for, TikTok. I don't understand. I think, he, I think he doesn't know TikTok as well as I think he does. <laughs> I don't understand. Okay. We'll figure that out later. But right now, stop, stop trying to avoid the question. Honestly, we might have like a little mini-sode about like, can what, you explain what is the TikTok noise? What's the noise with the TikTok? When the youth say, make it a noise, what do they mean? All right. Is this true or false? True. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Good job. Celebratory shit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Look at you go. Total guess on my part. Okay. Guess on my part. So now that we're at the halfway mark, okay. Can we have fact checker make us? Sure, we'll pause so you can gather your strength to fail the rest of the quiz. (laughs) No. Okay, let's go back to (laughs) our wonderful episode here. All right, tell us about this cocktail first. Yeah, I have to tell you about this cocktail. Mm -hmm. This is actually really fucking cool. I'm super excited about this. It is cool. It's nice and chilled. Thank you. Yes. So this is called. A hanky panky. I love that name. This is me and Fact Checker's favorite cocktail. Aww. We love to end a date night at like a fancy restaurant with, some with this. Panky. I don't know. So it has a really cool story that I'm just going to share with you. Can I sip it while you share? Yeah, you can okay. absolutely sip it. So this cocktail was mm-hmm. actually created in the early 1900s again. Thank you. By a woman named <clears throat> Ada Coleman. Oh, I love the name Ada. I do too. Mm-hmm. She was affectionately known by her regular bar guests as Coley. Cute. And she was the head bartender at the Savoy Hotel in London oh, in like 1905. Fancy lady. Look at you. Progressive Super, woman. Yeah. Well, so she, when she was 24, mm-hmm. her father, who worked in the hotel business oh. as like a lower level employee, mm-hmm. he died suddenly. And so her father's employer, who was a very high up, like, he was the hotelier. He was responsible for the Savoy and all these other, he Mm -hmm. owned these chains. Or not chains, but these franchises. Yeah. And he actually offered her a job. And at first, so she was 24 years old. At first it was in a flower shop within Mm -hmm. the hotels. Because she's a lady. Yes. Yep. And then as a bartender. Now at the time, Mm -hmm. about... Little less than 50% of bartenders in early 1900s London were women. But okay. they had to be under the age of 25. Oh, when, so a hot young girl. Yeah. Okay. And they weren't bartenders like we know them. Mm. They were barmaids. Okay. So she They were there up, to be groped. And yeah. poor ale and yep. shit like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
She ended up taking her job super seriously, and within only a couple of years, she was promoted to the head bartender Damn, at the Savoy Ada. Hotel, which is, if you know anything about even modern-day London society, it's the Savoy Hotel fancy, is, yeah. it's like the the original Ritz-Carlton in right, New York yeah. kind of thing. The Savoy Hotel in 1905, while she was bartending there, there was a rich American millionaire who would come and stay all the time. He paid enough money to have them flood their entire front courtyard with four feet of water and threw a massive gondola cocktail party <laughs> in which- I love that. It's like crazy rich nonsense. Yes. Yeah. And she was the one who- Amazing. Made all of the cocktails for that. Fantastic. Her regular guests included the Prince of Wales. Fancy. All the glitterati and literati of the time as well. So mm -hmm. all these famous actors and- theater people, writers, all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. One of them, mm -hmm. his name was Sir Charles Hawtrey. He was a famous actor from a very well-bred family. He mm -hmm. was obviously like aristocracy, mm -hmm. but he was also the mentor to Noel Coward. Oh, that's cool. Yes. And at the time, he played a lot of, he was known for his wit, mm -hmm. which makes sense as the Right. Mentor for Noel Coward. And a British person. And a British. And a rich British man. Yeah. But he Wait, was, what accent was that? I don't know. <laughs> okay, keep going. But he was very well known for this wit and this kind of flamboyant personality. Mm -hmm. Oscar Wilde wrote a lot of the roles in his plays specifically for, for this man. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know yeah. that. And I know you love Oscar Wilde. I love Oscar Wilde. Yes. So she created this cocktail okay. specifically for him. Fine. And I'm going to okay. read you the quote about this. Okay. I um, want to know why it's called the hanky panky. Maybe the quote they're explains gonna, They're going to explain okay. this. So it's important to note that at the time in London slang, mm -hmm. hanky panky meant magic or witchcraft. Not sex. Not sex. Or. Or. or did it mean sex magic? <laughs> so That's the American version. <laughs> so this is from Coleman herself. She is relating this story. Holy. To, yes, from, from Coley okay. in an interview with the People newspaper in mm -hmm. 1925. Mm -hmm. The late Charles Hawtrey was one of the best judges of cocktails that I knew. Mm -hmm. Some years ago, when he was overworking, he used to come into the bar and say, Coley, I'm tired. Give me something with a bit of punch in it. It was for him that I spent hours experimenting until I had invented a new cocktail. Mm. The next time he came in, I told him I had a new drink for him. He sipped it. And draining the glass, he said, by Jove, that's the real hanky-panky. And the hanky-panky, it has been called ever since. Oh, that's cute. Isn't that amazing? It's also kind of weird to like yell out after you drink something. He was basically saying, holy shit, that is witchcraft in a glass. Thanks for the translation. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I just think that's so, so amazing. So what, what's in the hanky-panky? So this is using, obviously, gin. Right. Sweet vermouth. Okay. And then kind of the magic ingredient for it mm. is fernet branca. Which Ooh. is um, an Italian, it's in the Amaro family. Okay. It's a blend of different herbs and spices, including myrrh, oh. um, gentian, like all of these different I don't know things. I have ever had myrrh. It's now I have. Fernet is one of those things. I love it. I drink just a yeah. shot of it after like a big dinner because yeah. it helps settle the stomach. Right. And we call it stomach magic. It's kind of a love it or hate it by itself, but uh -huh. it works really well in certain cocktails. You can see it kind of adds that depth. Yeah, of... this is delicious. So this is a nice, I would say, like cold weather mm -hmm. kind of cocktail. 
Which is what we always try and do. Yeah, we try to give you a couple of options for the time of year and your climate and preferences, Mm -hmm. whatever is going on with you. The orange peel at the end Mm -hmm. is so I love a citrus. It's like a chocolate orange kind of flavor profile. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love this cocktail. This is lovely. I will drink so many of these. Thank you. All right. So court is uh, now back from our recess. All right. We have our cocktails already. Cross examined again. All right. So we're gonna go with option three at this time. Okay. So Ryan Reynolds, his middle name is Rodney. Ryan Rodney Reynolds. Mm -hmm. True or false? True or false? Oh damn it! True. Yes. Oh. Isn't that nutty? That is nutty. That's to me like okay. You have a kid, like you gotta play a joke on your kid somehow. Do you think it's a family name? Hmm. I think they just like the alliteration. Yeah. Ryan is, Rodney Reynolds. It is fun to say. And imagine like he's a kid and he's in trouble. And you oh, have to use yeah. all three. Ryan Rodney Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you're doing pretty well now. Okay. Uh, we're, so we're even. So two out of four, you got, you're up to 50%. Which is a passing grade. Nah. No. <laughs> but for you, yes. Okay. Thank you. We grade you on a curve. Thank you. Okay. Number two then. Okay. So shortly after he moved from Canada to L.A., he starred on a sitcom for teens and families. Hillside. As a character's love interest. The sitcom was Family Matters as Laura Winslow's boyfriend. Oh, my God. Is that true or false? That seems like it could happen. Mm, but like did a, Like it. a one episode kind of situation. Mm, but did it happen to true. her? True. No. Oh, it was another show. It was. Take a drink. What was it? All right. I'm going to let you drink while you think about it. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I love that. Yes. I would have liked the interracial 90s. I would have 90s. Too. Yeah. yeah. That would have been great. But yeah. I will accept, which is also interracial because she was a witch. Okay. Yeah. She, or he, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Melissa Joan Hart right now. She's on my brain. No, he starred on her, or guest starred, I should say, on our show as a guy she had a crush on. But then mm-hmm. she finds out like, oh, he's not that nice of a guy after all. Uh-oh. Yeah. It's so funny watching some of those older shows now that they're available for streaming. Yeah. And you didn't realize at the time because they weren't big people. But now looking back, you're like. All the guest stars. Oh, I my know. gosh. Yeah. It's like when we watched Law & Order. Mm-hmm. We're like, that person was a guest star. Yeah. Also, completely random side note. Do you remember the episode of Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, where she got addicted to pancakes? No. Yeah. It was like a weird allegory for drugs. <laughs> That is a stretch right there. Yeah, it was really bizarre. It was like magic witch pancakes or something, but like she kept. We, I think we Saved will, by the Bell handled the allegory a little bit they better. They did. They did, I will say. But we will definitely watch that clip. That's later. so funny. All right, last question. Okay. So I'm still at 50 50. No. You've gotten two out of five. I've gotten three. <laughs> You're at 40%. I've gotten three out of five, right? Because I got the Celine Dion one. We're not counting that. Final I qu- think that I should be final allowed to count question, that. Topher. Okay. He's Canadian. Mm-hmm. He went to high school with another Canadian who went on to be famous. That person was Joshua Jackson, who was Pacey in Dawson's Creek. Right. I mean, that true or false? Honestly, timeline wise, it makes sense. Mm. I'm going to say true. Yes. Oh. Good for you. But they hated each other in high school. Everyone hates each other. No, I don't. I don't know that. They may have been (laughs) friends. I have no idea. (laughs) 
There's no such thing as friendship in high school. It's all rivalries. Excuse me? Fact Checker and I were good friends in high school. So you forget that I'm married to Fact Checker, so I get to hear him talk about okay. your high school experience <gasps> all the time when you're not around. Fact Checker, how dare you? Why do you think he's not paying you and he's paying me so much? He's paying you? So much. In dick. Okay, I was going to say, in money. And he hasn't given you any dick. Even though you were married to him before you were married to him. I know, to me. it was annulled. Before you were married to The church to me. annulled it before I was married to you. <laughs> now we're all married. We're all married. Ta-da, that's the real hanky-panky. <laughs> yeah, so you did like 50%. Not bad for okay. you. And if you add that curve in, I made like a 99. Sure. Sure. Celebratory sip for me. Mm-hmm. Mm, this hanky-panky is so good. It's really good. So getting back to Ryan Reynolds' life. Yes. So let's talk about his love life for a minute. Okay. He was with Alanis Morissette in the early 2000s, which is like such a weird pairing, but they're both Canadians. I'm like, okay. That honestly All is Canadians the, know each the other. most important factor when it comes to any relationship is that you stick with your own nationality. That's why my marriage failed. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't want to say anything. But, but mm, yeah. it drove us apart. I know. We're like different continents. We can't do this anymore. Can't do th- well, it would have helped if you lived on the same continent. That well, that would have been the starting yeah. point. Yeah. This like marriage of letters back and forth. Not even emails. It was like no. so long in between each correspondence. Yeah, I mean that like the spark just fizzles out. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he was with Alana Smorset for years. They were together from two thousand two. To 2007. From what? 2002. Mm-hmm. Okay. My numbers got me for a minute. Uh, that sounded less like a hiccup than when you said it the first time, so okay. that's good. 2002 to 2007. They were engaged for like three or four of those years, too. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's but a long engagement, three I'm, years. Mm-hmm. How long was yours? Three years. Not longer? No, it was just three years. Okay. It just took five years to get a proposal. But it was such a sweet one, wasn't it? It was a very sweet proposal. Yeah. I got kidnapped. Yeah. Isn't that the best one? Yeah. So after he was with Alanis Morissette, he started dating Scarlett Johansson in 2007. Mm-hmm. They got married in 2008, but then got divorced in 2011. So it was a short marriage. Yeah. Do you remember when um, Scarlett Johansson's nude pictures leaked? Vaguely. Okay. That was when she was married to Ryan Reynolds. Oh. Did he do it? No. no oh, but what if... He's too good a guy for did, that. did, Ryan? Shame on you. No, you he would never no, do he that. he wouldn't do that. No. But they were leaked and, like, she had gone on an interview and said, like, what's, like, you know, what's the problem? Like, I was sending pictures to my husband. Like, yeah. what what's the issue? And even if I weren't, like, that's not I, right to go into somebody's phone yeah. and hack their personal data and take that. I think we've talked a little bit about this before when it comes to, like, the leaked nudes and things like that. Like, obviously, any kind of, like, leaked nudes or revenge porn is despicable. People doing that to another person is terrible. However, if that happens to me, honestly, I would not give a shit. I'd just be like, well... But well, the core of it's it an is invasion issue, of privacy. Yeah, it's the issue that. of consent. Like, if you want to take well, photos and put them out to the world, cool. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that I would just be like totally fine with it in the sense of. No, yeah, right. I would obviously be pointing out that's an invasion of privacy. Don't do that to people. But I also wouldn't be like psychologically traumatized because you're proud of your body. I love. Saying. I love my body. I know you do. And honestly. <laughs> I just have to realize that when I am super famous, I have sent out so many nudes to people that have like, you? oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I've never. Oh, my God. Fact checker never has either. I know. He hasn't even sent any to me. I know. He just draws them. It's like Pictionary. And I'm like, oh, you think highly of yourself. 
He's not great at proportions when it comes to drawing. He also is not spatial. (laughs) Maybe because, you know, I'm not spatial and I don't know my angles. is why I haven't sent out any. Not even like boob pics or anything? Mm Mm-mm. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I used to send out dick pics to people all the time. I'm an old-fashioned girl. I'd be like, oh, we've been talking for like a half an hour on whatever app. Yeah, I'll send you some dick Here's pics. Here's my penis. Yeah. He says, hello. Hello. It's very different in the gay world, That's, though. that's the thing, too. And like also, straight. dick pics are never like invasive. If you're single and you're looking to hook up, a random dick pic is not an invasive thing. See, for a woman, a dick pic can be aggressive. It's very aggressive. That's yeah. a, But that's different. That's a But that has to be like you have to be talking, sexting, right. like leading up or asking. When you are them. on an app called Scruff or Grinder, you're there for a specific reason. This is not a dating site. Called dickpick.org. Dickpick.senditomey.org. Yeah. <laughs> it's a charity. It's a different vibe. Yeah. It's an international charity dick pick group. Oh, that's sweet. Sending dick pic to the people who are underprivileged and don't have enough dick pics. Yeah. They don't have the data plan for it. They just don't. Oh, can you imagine? So you send them Polaroids in the mail? This is a terrible charity we've created. I know. It like costs them 25 cents every time they get a dick pic. That's but unsolicited. But you sponsor somebody? Yeah. For for 25 <laughs> cents, a day. You, you can sponsor someone to receive a dick pic. <laughs> Oh, no. And it's like this person, like, really sad. And they show them in, like, kind of washed out, like, sepia tones. In the arms Yeah, Sarah McLaughlin is singing angel. in the background. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, I need one. Yeah. Honestly, if we'd come up with this idea, like, 10 years ago. We would have made bank. Yeah. It is a charity, so we probably would have gotten. Charities can still make bank. Depends on how you allocate your We're funds. not a nonprofit. <laughs> we are a for-profit charity. Like the Trumps. That's right. Yeah, or, or a church. church. Right. Oh, yeah. It's it's the Church of the Immaculate De- Ejaculation. Oh, don't. Immaculate Ejaculation. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, anyway, I feel like Ryan Reynolds would appreciate all of our jokes this episode, though. I think that he would. Yeah, so you should tell us, Ryan. Also, if you felt inclined to send us a dick pic, it send would be consensual, and I would not share it with other people other than Rachel. Yeah. And Fact Checker. And our producer. And I mean, and anybody else who was curious. Yeah. But not like, I wouldn't like publish it somewhere. Mm, not sober. Or Drunkenly for free. we might. Or for free. We would charge money for it. Yeah. And and that money would go towards a great towards charity, us. which is our towards lifestyle. Us. Yeah. And by lifestyle, we mean gin. Yes. And we are and underprivileged when it comes to gin. Oh, we wine. are very underprivileged. Yeah. We don't have the money to support the lifestyle we want. We don't. Thank God for work expenses. Am I right? Right. <laughs> okay. So he met Blake Lively mm-hmm. while he was separated okay. from Scarlett Johansson. That's fair. You're separated. That's fine. I totally get that. I did that. I totally get it. Cheater. <gasps> I know. I've been waiting to call you that. <gasps> is it because Fact Checker and I never really divorced? <sighs> that is true. Oh, Am I a no. bigamist? Are you, you a bigamist? I think we're both bigamists. We're all bigamists. <laughs> I'm a smallamist. Okay. So he met Blake Lively when they were filming The Green Lantern. Okay. In 2010. They became friends, but weren't dating. This is mm. their story. Then their story is, well, he was separated from Scarlet. That they both went on double dates, but with other people, but then realized that they were interested in each other. Okay, that's really cute if that's true. I but don't you love feel bad that. for the other people? Not really. I do. 
That poor other woman and other man were like, oh, I guess I'm not fucking good enough for Ryan Reynolds and break. Break. For who? Blake Lively. I would like to Please think. Please cut that out. <laughs> Here's the deal. You go on, you have to go on a series of dates okay. to like figure out who your person is anyway. True. And like, that's not a devastating thing to go on some double dates and then realize that. No, it's not devastating. But wouldn't you feel and a little bad? And maybe they ended up together. Maybe. But wouldn't you feel a little bad? Also, who were the people on these double dates? Were they also celebrities? No. You don't know that. I don't know that. They haven't <laughs> said, but I doubt it. So then they started dating and they got married in 2012. Okay. Their marriage was an issue. Or their wedding ceremony. I was sorry. like, their marriage is an issue? Yes, I mean, for it's, you. It's like a decade-long issue. Blake Lively. Well. You want to wear her skin. He's not denying it. <laughs> like in a non-creepy way? There's no non-creepy way to wear At somebody At least I don't want to eat her toes. True. That's fair. You could sink lower. <laughs> this could get worse. It could. So they got married in 2012, so a decade they've been together. What was the deal with their wedding, though? They had their wedding in South Carolina at a plantation, which was acknowledged as, like, a plantation, and they chose to get married there. So in recent years, they've come out and said, like, oh, we messed up. They gave 200000 to the NAACP. Okay. As a way to be like, we acknowledge we messed up, blah, 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 blah. We shouldn't have done this. We didn't know enough. Which I think is kind of a bullshit excuse. I I don't. I don't think it's bullshit. Okay, defend plantations. Go for it. I'm not going to defend plantations. (laughs) What I am going to say is that it's a very recent thing that people are having these conversations about these wedding venues. And I will say that it is an issue that we have not had that in our social consciousness to be able to say, to separate (laughs) the fact that it's, oh, this is just a beautiful wedding venue versus the history of it. They were looking at it as like, Oh my gosh, look at the landscaping, look at the architecture. This is such a beautiful place to have photos taken. I No, I understand. I understand. Okay. But I think that what they did is very admirable and important as people in the public eye say, hey, we did mess up. That I will We've say, donated yeah. all this money. They started a conversation rather than justifying things. And I think that it's okay. okay. I think it's okay to be able to acknowledge that 10 years ago you made a mistake and you didn't think things fully through. So we my, need to be able to do that. My criticism is that they didn't start the conversation. It doesn't matter if they started they, it or not. They were well. You, it, you can. Just, you just said they did, so I'm going to call you. You out. can react to. You can react to a conversation that's already happening. You can. Now. And I think that's fine. I think they did what honestly, like, what else can you do in the situation? Like, you can't undo right. Something that happened. Right. And so, it's not like they had all black weight staff and like period garb. No, did no, they? No, they didn't. Oh, no. <laughs> I was about to change my stance completely. Like I tricked you into being racist. Oh, God. Again? Again. Again. Oh, no. No, I mean, I think, okay. Honestly, what can you do over something that's already occurred? Like right. you have to do your best. They gave to an organization right. that's trying to help people of color. They publicly acknowledged it, which they didn't have to do, but they did. Mm-hmm. But on the other when hand. When I say start the conversation, I mean... They're starting the conversation in a way that is They didn't wait for public. someone to say, like, you fucked up, you need to make amends. Yeah, it wasn't sure. It wasn't like a, oh, we caught you. It was like a, sure. oh, this is happening now, and it's caused us to realize and without being fine. confronted. Like, even though, like, 2012 doesn't feel that long ago, a decade is a good amount of time. And, like, some things that you yeah. would have considered okay yeah. a decade ago, now you might be like, eh, maybe right. not. 
It's also the other hand, though, like, have you ever been comfortable going to a place that had the word plantation in its name? Okay, I do need to preface this by saying that my family owns a plantation. Topher, you cannot. So I I say that just because, like, I understood the history of it, Mm -hmm. but it's had to be something that I've thought about even in the last, like, 10 years Mm -hmm. in terms of actually processing fully because it becomes a normalcy. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It does. And I will say, like, when my family moved from California to Georgia in the early 90s, our neighborhood was called Lake Washington. Mm. And then it became Lake Washington Plantation. We're like, what? Why? We don't need to add that in. It was not a historic site whatsoever. That was added in later. We're like, that doesn't need, please don't. We had some friends Mm -hmm. um, that lived here in Atlanta, and several years ago, they moved down to my hometown in Macon, Mm -hmm. Georgia, and they moved into this subdivision that was from, like, the 60s or something, and what was it called, Fact Checker? It was, like, White Plantation Way Mm -mm. was, like, what they lived on. It was so – and that was, like, we are driving to visit them. you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. 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 I think that's my issue, like – And I do, I understand like, oh, this is a beautiful historic home or landscape, whatever. And not realizing maybe, oh, it has ties to like this terrible time in history. But if something has plantation in the name, that's a weird, yeah. White White House House plantation. Nope. Mm -mm. It's not that it's not problematic. And I do want to, I want to clarify that. plantation weddings were very much a thing like on Pinterest, on things like that. Like that was a whole aesthetic, which was problematic. It is problematic to just treat it as an aesthetic without thinking about it. But there is also a difference between genuinely you haven't thought it out versus you already know it and you do it, you anyway. Do it anyway. And so right. I think that the, that's what I'm saying is the way that they handled it. Intention was really is good. worse than ignorance, but ignorance I think you still have to be held accountable for. Yes. And they it sounds like they held themselves I think, accountable. I think they did. Yeah. I think yeah. that they did. And they had a whole other ceremony where like they renewed their vows and it was totally separate very venue. problematic because it was actually just all Hawaiian themed. But colonial Hawaiian. Yeah. Where they're like the missionaries who went there mm-hmm. and it was really fucked up. Yeah. Like, guys, don't double down on the racism. They're like, no, that's our thing now. That's our thing. Suck it up. I'm Deadpool. Live with it. I'm Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, so that was like the biggest. I don't con- know how to respond to that. Yeah, me neither, I don't Siri. either, girl. Siri. Racism. Yeah. Right? What how do you respond to Siri, racism? Siri, how do I respond to racism? <laughs> I didn't even press the button on my watch. I think Siri's just really jealous that we're in a podcast and she's she, not. Yeah, she really wants to, like, take the spotlight mm-hmm. for sure. She's like, you're talking about racism? I have some things to say. But I'm going to pretend like I don't. Yeah, so that was, like, the biggest controversy that I've seen with Ryan Reynolds. Honestly, like, if that's life. the biggest controversy that you have in your lives, then I don't think that. Well, that and his DUI. Huh. No, I'm just kidding. He's never gotten arrested. He's an angel. Honestly, if he did get a DUI, everybody gets a DUI. Topher. You have like four of them. Because you're the passenger and you insisted. <laughs> I was like, I am purchasing this DUI for you. I don't care. <laughs> you're like, money's no object. No, just kidding. Get an Uber or a friend who's sober to drive you. Please don't. 100%. Yeah. Don't make mistakes like I did in my early 20s. <sighs> but yeah, people make mistakes. That's understandable. Yeah. Also, if you get a DUI, don't be like other celebrities who get pulled over with a DUI and then end up saying really problematic racist things. Yeah, don't things. act like an asshole. Yeah. Just accept it. Just and move exa- on. Just, I hate to say this, just comply. 
If you were white, just comply. Well, it's celebrities, I feel like, are a different mm-hmm. thing when it comes to interactions with law enforcement. Mm-hmm. You know, Mel Gibson came into my restaurant. <gasps> Did he after his, like, messiness? Not that night. Okay. Well, good. <laughs> like a couple years ago. Okay. And he ended up leaving in a huff being a fucking dick because he's sitting there eating his dinner and there were people they did not get up to take pictures but they were like at their tables like suddenly taking pictures and he was a fucking dick about it well he's just a very problematic terrible person but he was a dick to like the wait staff not to no control exactly and that's where the line for me is drawn who else was a fucking dick (laughs) this is just celebrities oh that topher hates corner I almost want to save this story, so I'm okay. just going to tease it. Oh. But Reese Witherspoon was served at our restaurant the <gasps> night that she and her husband got pulled over and said problematic things. Was that before she was pulled over? It must have been. She was. She Unless w- she was just on a roll that night. She, we're the ones who you served her you the night. You served Reese Witherspoon. I did not personally. Okay. <laughs> but I do know the person who did. Oh, I remember when that story came out and she was such an asshole about it. Oh, man. And I love me some Reese Witherspoon. But Again, this is a conversation for a Reese Witherspoon episode. Okay. But just but, a teaser. But just a teaser. Do you know the name that she gave to the cops? I don't remember. It wasn't Laura Jean Poon. <laughs> Miss Poon. Yes. Which is so weird. <laughs> it's such a stupid drunk person name to make it. I love it because I can even hear her southern accent saying it. I know. It. I know. Man. You should probably put that in your cross-examination for that episode, knowing that I will not remember it. I know, and I will. Yeah. Okay, what's coming? All right, so Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively are happy and together. They have three kids. What are their names? James. Mm-hmm. Inez. Mm-hmm. Betty. Yes! Celebratory sip for I you. I almost said Yzma instead of Inez. Yzman? Yzma. Yzma. Okay. Okay, that's Like fair. the villain from Burr's New Groove. Yeah. Okay. They live in New York State. They're good friends with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift has a song where she incorporates all three of the girls' names into the song. Cute. cute. Like, cute. They seem to have, like, a pretty cool, chill life. He said in 2021 that he was going to take a break from acting. Like, mm-hmm. just, like, take a sabbatical, which makes sense because he's got three really young children. He seems like he'd be such a good dad, too. Doesn't mm-hmm. he give you, like, fun dad energy? Well, have you seen his tweets and stuff on social media? Of course I have not. <laughs> he, yeah, that's his whole deal. It's, like, very sassy. He gives off that energy. I love He seems like so much fun to be a dad, like raising yeah. you, but also like the kind of dad that you would go and sit down and have like some really, like imagine you're a young child who mm-hmm. comes out as like trans non-binary or something. Oh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds would be a fucking gem in that he situation. He would adore you and support you no matter what. Yes. We have no proof for this, but it's just our gut feeling. It's honestly, it really is just my yeah. gut feeling. Yeah, and but I dare anybody to prove me wrong. Yes. But yeah, he's... He's just kind of been doing that. He has his production company, which does some film stuff. Oh, okay. I didn't know he had Aviation Gen, which yes. you know about. Mint which, Mobile. What? What? It's a cell phone company. Okay. Have you not seen his commercials for Mint Mobile? No, I don't watch commercials. Even if Ryan Reynolds is in them? I don't have a way to watch commercials. I stream everything. YouTube. <laughs> yes, I'm going to go to YouTube and be like, YouTube, show me all the commercials that I Honestly, you should. am paying to cute. not watch. Do you know? You know Rick Moranis, right? From Honey and Shrunk the Kids yes. and Ghostbusters. So, you know, he, like, stopped acting for a long time. I thought he was dead. No, he's alive. He returned to acting specifically to be in Ryan Reynolds' Mint Mobile commercials. What a strange... Okay, well, we'll They're have to watch Canadian some of those. and adorable. 
see again all those Canadians. I know it's they a know each of other. Canadians. <laughs> so speaking of the aviation, yeah. though, mm-hmm. bringing back to the gin. Yeah, he bought aviation gin because he loved it so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he when he bought it, he actually said he wanted to kind of. Not only, like, be the majority stakeholder or whatever, but he wanted to, like, be its creative director, too. Yeah. In terms of marketing, which I think is lovely. It is really lovely. And I've heard some things, and I can kind of see where people are coming from, where it's, like, having the little tag where it's, like, the best gin on the planet and, like, his face everywhere. Where, like, they're like, oh, my God, this is so obnoxious. I get what you're saying, but he's so tongue-in-cheek. I feel like he's making fun of himself. He's not actually saying that this is the best gin on the planet. He's doing Mm -hmm. that funny, cocky thing where it's like, I have no basis for saying this, and I'm just going to say it. Well, that's his whole vibe as, like— And that's our vibe, too. Yeah, well, (laughs) yeah, we have very little substance behind us. But we are the best podcast on the planet. We are, so suck it, Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah, suck it, Joe Rogan. (laughs) Fuck you, Joe Rogan. Exactly. It's the name of the episode. Fuck you, Joe Rogan. We won't get any hate at all. None. No. I don't give a shit, honestly. If people want to support Joe Rogan. Do it, but don't, because it's bad. So, like, Ryan has this air of, like, cockiness, but humor and self-deprecation. Yeah. Which I think is, like, a lovely mix. He's not actually... Cocky, he's just he's confident and he's funny. Confident and funny, and yeah. like yeah. And he has really good like comedic timing, like, yes. like natural comedic timing. Yeah, he's not actually like a cocky asshole. I no, feel. like if you were to come to Ryan Reynolds and be like, "Hey, totally understand that maybe you didn't mean this, but when you said this, I felt like it was inappropriate and you hurt me," he'd be like, "Oh my god, no!" And like in a, such a genuine way, right? Yeah. yeah. So he has said that he suffers from anxiety. Don't we all? Yes. Don't we all? But that when he started doing interviews after Deadpool, because obviously he had a lot of interviews to do, that he would do the interviews in the persona of Wade Wilson or Deadpool to, like, be that cocky, sarcastic, funny guy. Yeah. Help him get through the anxiety of, like, oh, shit, I have to, like, interview. Or be interviewed, I should say. That's so funny because we were talking earlier about the alter egos mm-hmm. of, like, Beyonce mm-hmm. and Mariah Carey and stuff. They do that. Even Adele mm-hmm. gets huge stage fright and so has come up with this alter yeah, ego. Yeah, I understand that. I do, too. And I think it's it's so funny because you don't think about actors doing interviews and being really, really nervous about it. But, like, they when they're do. on set yeah. – they know you, things are going to be cut. The, right. You know, when you're, you're filming something or you're writing music, there's an aspect of control that you right. don't necessarily have when you're being interviewed. Right. So, so you have to like put on a persona. Mm-hmm. Makes totally sense. makes sense that he would have an alter ego. Well, you and I have both have jobs where we've had to interact with people in the past and we're not necessarily people people. I'm a very people person. You're not a people people. <laughs> you want people to come to you. Yes. You don't want to have to come to people to convince them of things. I do not. Yeah. Nor should I have to. No, nor should you. Look at me. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So I think, at least in my profession and probably in yours, like you have to put on a little bit of a persona Mm -hmm. to kind of go out there and do what you know you have to do for your job. Yeah. We're all kind of putting on a mask to get through our day, you know? Don't we all hide ourselves behind a mask? Mm-hmm. Now suddenly we're like looping back to Alanis Morissette. And oh really man, it all comes together. We should do an episode just on Alanis Morissette. We should. Alanis Morissette, if you would like to have a wine or a liquor. Or whatever you want, just come on down. 
Not whatever you want. Like, I'm not no, going to do an episode can, on cookies. She can do what she wants. Fact checker agrees with her. Because she's not Celine Dion. Calm down. Oh, I'm sorry. You already have your Tori Amos. You can't pick two. Okay, on a side note this morning, I did make boyfriend watch some Tori Amos videos. And he does the most annoyingly spot on impression. <gasps> does he really? Her, where, like, he's singing and making up lyrics like this terrible vibrato. I would pay money and to that. it's hilarious. <laughs> but I've also threatened him we will go to a concert when she tours the US again. Oh, 100%. And you two are coming as Obviously. well. Obviously. Thank you for paying for our tickets. Okay. Thank you, boyfriend, for paying for our tickets. Sure. You and boyfriend can sit in the back and make fun of me and fact checker for just like loving Tori Amos. Why do I have to be in the back? Because you're getting the cheap seats. Why? We're front and center. No. Are you paying for all of it? Thank you, Tiffer. No, I'm not paying for all of it. We Is just Alanis paying that. for it? Alanis, we will feature you on our podcast if you pay for our tickets. Oh, yeah. I'll even lie and say that you made up a wine. <gasps> I'm sure she has a maple syrup themed liquor at some point. She's Canadian. <laughs> her Canadian baker vodka? Yes. Baker. Her, her Canadian baker vodka. You meant bacon. I know what you meant. I did, yeah. I know what you meant. All right, so we're getting to the end of it. Yep. Let's, are we ready to deliver a verdict? I think that I am. Okay. I am too. Okay. All right. Should we count it down? Let's count it down. Three. Two. One. Not guilty. Not guilty. Also, Blake Lively, you are not guilty. But if you could see me in my chambers. <laughs> okay. And bring so, your bring your whole wardrobe with you, please. Thank you. It's not a sexual thing. He it's, just wants to steal your clothes It's genuinely face. not. I just want to like dress up as you. Yeah. And have you as a reference. So bring a wig, too, yeah. for Tiffer. Also, if you could, like, kind of DG Khalid, like, hype me up while I'm doing it. Topher! Yeah, yo, 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 Topher, yeah. look at you. Okay. Who the real Blake Lively now? Yeah, like okay. that kind of thing. Sure. That's reasonable. Yeah. All right. So, uh, cheers and... Cheers. And uh, feel free to reach out to us at True Crimes Against Wine yeah. on social media. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Gmail. Yep. You know the deal. Yeah, that's it. Cool. All right. right. We'll see you later. Ciao. Bye. <laughs>